saying that gay people need therapy to not be gay? No, there's nothing harmful in being gay. There's nothing. You can't, there, it's not there. It doesn't exist. There's nothing harmful in being gay. You're just gay. You're just trans. You're just queer. It just happens. Hello and welcome to the Gamex Like Octopus Podcast. We built this podcast with our own eight arms. So, something went down. Yes, something did. And it wasn't pretty. No, it wasn't. The problem is, we had a debate that turned sort of ugly at points. And it never really recovered. Ever. So, we thought it was necessary to break down our points and present them in a friendlier manner. Yeah, let's stay as friendly as possible with this. Hopefully. Trigger warnings include homophobia, transphobia, terrible things, and violence towards people of the LGBT community. So please, be be a responsible responsible listener. Anyways, uh, this is episode 11. Transphobia, the great debate. It was kind of like an argument. We we need some Especially clarification. Right. We want to we want to have some some perspective from people who identify as part of LGBT. So we were we were having this argument over transphobic things, and we need some clarification because our views are kind of polarizing. Mm. Okay. Okay. So just to start off, let's not fight. If, let's not let this get ugly. It would be like, like that Fox program, like Showdown or whatever. Showdown oh, or Face no. Off or so, whatever. That's, that's, some, that's just a bad idea. Anyway. Be if, like that with if moderators. It, if, it's, <laughs> if it's wrong, we'll just just shoot you. It's okay. okay. No, you'll, you'll be the one. I, I mean, I'll be the one you hate, probably. Like if the, you do the, hate me. Oh. The person who's wrong gets so. their earbuds yanked out by like either Jackie or I yeah, grabbing the person your cord who's wrong and just, you just, out. <laughs> Just no. gets like, no. just gets quieted down. <laughs> anyway, so, so, just the cords again. what, what is it? Okay, so, kind of two things. Um, the issue on the table. Okay, so, there were different variations, and we were giving different, I don't know, metaphors and analogies. Our views on. Do you guys, this is a rap battle? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's too early. I can't wake up that long ago. Yeah, again with this. <laughs> but that would be great. Let's, let's just drop some more equipment real quick. Let's get all that done. <laughs> okay, okay, so... The, the, we, what we were debating over was that if someone is with someone who hasn't come out as transgender and they are presenting as their gender, let's say... let's Okay, for example, let's say it's a transgender woman who has not had surgery or doesn't want surgery or hasn't had that transition and she's with this man and he doesn't know that she's transgender and let's say she reveals you know like oh by the way I'm transgender or something like that regardless of you know like before intimacy or whatever any of that and then he leaves her and says oh I can't be with you and then leaves my initial argument was, okay, well, that's transphobic. Well, uh, let's hear Tracy's side. 
Okay. So, well, I was just going to say that it's, I, I argued that it wasn't transphobic because that other person just isn't attracted. They find that they're not attracted to the other person. And I just don't really see, like, I could, I could see that it could be transphobic, but I think that fact in itself that they're just not sexually attracted to the other person isn't transphobic because you can't really force yourself to be sexually attracted to somebody else. Man, you guys have stumbled across an issue, TM. I <laughs> actually, I've I've had this conversation with someone else. Oh my, man, it's you been boiling. found this it's on been your been own. It's been boiling with I us have, and it was not fun because we argued and we got I really have, angry at I've other, explained, so I've explained this together. to someone else. Oh, um, we were yelling at each other at one point. At we least at one yelling. point, you stomped your feet. You stomped your feet. <laughs> all right, all right. Calm children, down. Calm children. down, boys. Calm down. <laughs> so, oh, and Kyle, if you have any uh, viewpoint on this, if you'd like to contribute anything, do you have a third ahead. perspective? I'll, I'll just say I, I agree with Tracy on this one. Okay. 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 So, I am going to come right out there and say that. Explicitly stating that you would not date a trans woman because she is trans is transphobic. Yes. I would like to posit that. And the reason why is because when you fall in love with someone, it is because of who they are, not how they look. And to be honest, if you are going to dump a trans woman because of how she looks or not date a trans woman because... Of, yeah, because of the fact that she's trans, that's extremely, extremely shallow. But I do understand not being interested in that person's genitalia. That's absolutely, that's absolutely, you know, you can, you know, not want to have sex with somebody. But if it's explicitly because they're trans... Okay, let's, let's That's make sure where we're you focusing kind of... on the example that was given yeah. here. Okay. We had others, just if you want. I think let's, let's just focus on this one, because this is actually a really good example. If you're going to be dumping somebody explicitly because they're trans, that is transphobic. If it's for another reason, other than them being trans, then you have gone out of the realm of transphobia. Alright. Yeah, so. oh, sorry, just before you start, I just want to say that there were many points we made, and we did come to a certain consensus at some point, but uh, I still believe that the root of my opinion on this is that, in most cases, I view this as like a transphobic type of occurrence. It kind of is. Okay. So, just for a little bit of clarification here, is this uh, is the cis guy in this scenario gay? Uh, no. He's not. Is he attracted to women as well? Yeah. Okay, so, so now this guy has just officially become transphobic. <laughs> because dumping someone out of a relationship beside... Okay, this person has just dumped, some, dumped someone they were already in a relationship with. She is clearly already attractive to him. This person has like been in a relationship with her. She is attractive physically to him. She And now she has decided to, sh to share something about herself with him. He already likes her. He already are also likes women. So there's no reason for this person to completely dump her. Yeah, when or let you, alone yeah. be more violent. Yeah, now 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 it's yeah. transphobia. If this person is gay, completely different story because like <laughs> if if you are romantically not attracted to women, it can be like it would be yeah. unreasonable to ask that this gay man continue to be in a relationship with a woman. That like that Yeah. That, 
that's completely different. But <laughs> Same thing goes if, the other way if around. This is, if this is, if this is uh, a straight man or a bi man who is in a relationship with a trans woman who is, I'm assuming, in this conversation, pretty much stealth. She's passing? I don't know. Yeah, she's, she's <laughs> that, like, passing. Well, she wouldn't... Because, I mean... I think when we, we, we use the word passing, we're typically referring to passing as the gender that you want to be seen as. And this that she would be... Uh, well, in this instance, she's she, she is passing. She's in passing this instance, as a man. Well, wait, what? No, no, <laughs> no, no. The opposite. Okay, the I think opposite. we're having two different conversations. She's, okay, in I this instance, <laughs> she is passing as a woman. She's she's being seen as a woman, and so she is she is stealth at the beginning of this relationship, and then she comes out and says, "Hey." So I'm trans. I was designated male at birth, or however she decides mm-hmm. to tell this man. So when when he says what is in essence "you grody," he is saying that explicitly for no other reason than the fact that she is trans. Like he is saying that because he has found out that she has. Like, if you found out something about someone's past, and you say, oh, no, I can't date you anymore because that's that's grody. Like, I don't know. I, I can't even think of a good example, of an example that would fit there. Um, how about, okay. Oh, 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 actually, I don't think you ever watched the show I told you about, but this is a fantastic web series. Um, this isn't, this isn't going to be a great example of this, but this isn't, this is something that was brought up in this show. Um, it was called Her Story. It's fantastic. It's written by trans women. There are trans women who are who are actresses in the show playing trans women. It's a great show. I loved it. Um, promotion. Yeah. Promotion. <laughs> shout out. You're great. We love you. Make another season. Um, That's going in the show notes. Yeah. Uh, there was spoilers, an instance in which... Uh, oh, man, this is actually huge spoilers. I'm really sad. I'm sorry, you guys. Is it, does it have to um, deal with exactly what we're talking about? Yes, it okay. does. So, okay, I'll deal um, with it. I'll be like, I would I would watch it anyway. So. Yeah, it, I, I was honestly like relieved when it happened anyway, because I was like so incredibly stressed out. I thought it was going to be like transparent this all is, over again. This is a... Uh, that stressed me out so bad. The thing that can counter all those terrible movies we talked about earlier. Yeah, it's just like, watch her story. Oh, God. Okay, so... Um, there is a trans woman character who's completely passing, and she's been dating this guy for a while, he's cis, and, uh, he doesn't know she's trans. She thought about coming out to him on the first date, but then she didn't, because she actually wanted to, you know, have a normal relationship in which, like, her entire relationship wasn't based around the fact that she was trans. Wow, this is fitting our scenario so far. (laughs) So she just, like, goes about her business, and, um, she gets outed by a, a news source because she's a lawyer, um, and it was supposedly relevant to whatever case she was working on. Really, they were just being mm, awful asshats. I don't see how that's relevant at all. It, it, uh, and she's having a conversation with like another one of the main characters, and she gets a call, and it's like, oh no, she gets a text from her boyfriend that says, "Hey, we need to talk." He's like, "Oh, great! I guess my boyfriend just read the newspaper. I will have to see you later." And. Um, she goes and she meets with him and he asks basically, like, well, why didn't you tell me? And she was like, I just wanted to have a normal relationship. And then there's this moment of silence before he says, like, I have a gambling problem. And I wasn't sure what it would be appropriate to bring that up. But, like, now you know. And she was like, okay. Wow, <laughs> so I kind of like how that So entire relationship culminates in, like, 
Okay, so we both had something we had no idea how to articulate to the other one, but we can both move past this as a couple. <laughs> wow. Like, because it really didn't affect how their relationship was at that time at all. Makes me kind of happy. Yeah. Okay, I'm not gonna lie, it makes me really happy to hear that, but... Uh, <laughs> it was a really good show, I huh. really liked it. Yeah, yeah uh, sorry. <laughs> I just wanted to add something. Mm. Okay, so... I'm still sticking with my side of this debate, but I, I do see the... Um, there's a particular thing on Tracy and now Kyle's argument that I can see. Uh, so I can see maybe if they were hesitant about having sex, but I, but if they were to full out leave that person, like if this guy has to leave this girl or this man to leave this woman, I feel because of the fact that she's transphobic, yeah, I believe that is transphobic. But I could see maybe if he was hesitant to be like, to have sex because you know the well the she stigma, hasn't fit, unless she's like can, changed physically that doesn't it doesn't seem if relevant. I can if I can say something there even if it wasn't even if you didn't consider it transphobic it's incredibly fucking shallow it is, right it, it really is yeah you're still you're still this guy because you know? what this guy is saying is I am only dating you because I want to fuck you. I'm only dating you because the only point of this relationship is that we will someday that's have sex. I, I'm sorry, but that's what I told you. That's well, what I told okay, you. Okay, okay, it's not okay. Let's stepping in here. It's also not completely unreasonable to ask that someone, like, like as a member of a couple, that that the other person be able to fulfill your need for sex if you have one. It's not. That's not a completely unreasonable thing to ask of a partner. However, if you go into that scenario. Knowing that, like, that your partner will not be open to having sex with you, or you will, or that you will not be able to have sex with that person yourself because of your own reasons, then then you're be then you're being a douche. Like expecting, expecting going into a relationship, expecting that at some point this person will want to have sex with you, or that. Uh, like the having the main factor of a relationship to the point where you would dump this person if they didn't want to have sex with you, like only because they didn't want to have sex with you, then you kind of run into a bit of an issue where you like you're viewing your partner not as really a romantic partner, you're viewing your partner as a sex object. Mm. Yes, that was the same kind of issue we saw with like um cis women who lost their breasts to cancer who had like their their cis dude partners uh dumping them because like I see you were only married to me because of my left boob. <laughs> That's just how that is, I guess. I think <laughs> Tracy and I both agreed that you said it best earlier when you said, Do you see me as more than a vagina? <laughs> and that was like perfect. That whole context in which you, what you were saying, because mm. it's true. Do you see me more as than something to have sex with? <laughs> I mean, not that I'm saying we can't have a sexual relationship, but I do think you said it best when mm. you pointed that out. Like, people don't have romantic relationships for the sex they have. Romantic really, they have romantic relationships for the romance. Or for the romance. romance. <laughs> the romance. They have it for the romance or for the companionship. And the sex is something that does or does not come with that. It's not it's... welded together. Because I have to say that yeah. phrasing was the greatest. <laughs> the sex does or does not come with that. <laughs> Thank you, Jackie. <laughs> Thank you. Ah, shout out to our families for never listening to this, please. <laughs> Uh, yeah. 
So I do have some responses to the points that were made. I think that there were some great points that were made, and I agree with some of the stuff that was said, but overall, I just... I would argue that it's not transphobic because if that guy is not leaving her because of her past, but because of something sexual there. And that's really great and honorable and and deep if you can, you know, move past the sexual elements of your relationship and be like, yes, I still love you. But for some people, that's just not the case. And it's not because they consciously think like, oh man, I'm just dating you because... I want to have sex with you. It's just because it's like, it's it, it's ingrained in their concept of relationship or their their attraction or whatever. I, I don't know. I don't know how to explain love on a psychological level, but I'm just saying that it's, 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 it's there maybe. And do you want to say something? Well, okay. So in this scenario that you guys have described as being like the, like, this is the issue that we're talking about specifically a non-transitional trans woman who has been stealth up to this point comes out to her boyfriend. Well, non non bottom transitional. What we've what we've yeah. established up it, to this point I feel is like that we changed she's this no. What we've established, what we had established up to this point is that this guy looks at her and the entire relationship he has thought that she was a cis woman. Right. I thought you guys were having a completely separate situation. What? Oh. Dang it, what did you think? You misheard us. The way us. you explained this, you were saying that this that this person was was passing as a cis man. No. We no. did not say that in the no. slightest. God damn it. <laughs> you have been mishearing this the entire time. Wait, because wow. I, I said it was like exactly like the uh, the part in the movie. Except Shit in this case. This. <laughs> except in this case, instead of him saying, oh yeah, I have a gambling problem, he's like, oh, yeah, I'm out of no. here. <laughs> All right, well, allow me to re to restart this argument. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. Uh, rebooting Klaus's opinion. <laughs> All right, I feel I need to clarify another thing now. Has, have this, has this couple already been having sex? No. How I, the fuck did you guys have this conversation already and, like, I... <laughs> I don't know. What in the hell? <laughs> we must have said something that threw you off in the beginning, but... Yeah, like the entire beginning. Like that entire beginning threw me off. Okay. Well, uh, All right, I'm tapping out. We'll I, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Let me catch you up. Let me catch you up real quick. No, I think I'm good. All I right. think I'm oh, good. Oh, we really value your opinion on this, though. Okay, God, okay. Uh, Do you want me to, like, kind of give you the basics? This conversation stops completely. Uh, like, okay, I think, I've, I think I've got a concept of what was happening here, but. Okay, yeah. Our, 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 All right. At least my arguments aren't very. Um, complex in this instant because it's really hard to talk about this kind of thing when I'm still sort of formulating my thoughts on it because I know I'm of a certain position but I'm just not really sure how to argue it it's just I can kind of see some of your better points coming yeah. through like... but you're wrapping them up with like excuses for poor behavior yeah. in a way too it's... and that really okay it really pisses like, me off this... <laughs> well, I don't see it as poor behavior because you know there's a thousand reasons why people can leave each other I, See, you bring that point every every time, and I feel like, I don't know, it's confusing me, because this is about a particular thing, not bunches of others. Like, well, yeah, if, there if is, he finds there out are, that she murders his best there friend, are, yeah, but... Well, there are reasons why people can leave each other. The issue here is, you can leave, you could leave somebody because you're an asshole. You could <laughs> leave somebody... <laughs> You can leave somebody because 
they didn't put the toilet seat down once. <laughs> you can <laughs> that be petty. You can. Uh-huh. You can be. You can be an asshole. But what we're not debating, we're not debating here whether or not he like legally can leave this woman. What we're debating here is whether he is morally right in doing so. And the thing is, he yeah. in this case. He is being transphobic, and he is doing it for uh, a very minor and petty reason. And now I understand the the whole, like, not seeing sex is, you know, that big a deal thing, maybe because I'm ace. But to be honest, it's, I, think it, I think it is beyond that because this, this is a man who already supposedly loves this woman in a romantic sense. Supposedly loves this woman in a romantic set, sense. And he has been okay up to this point with not having sex with her. Mm-hmm. However, once he finds out that she is trans, his immediate reaction is, I can't date you anymore. And what that implies, very, very heavily implies, is that he does not, he no longer views her as a woman. Yeah, that, he there views we go. Her, That's, there's he point. views her as a man. He views her as having tricked him, which is a very, very big issue. And a lot of a lot of trans people have to deal with this like concept of trans women tricking cis men. Wasn't that something that was on the translator thing? That was kind of like, yeah, it was. I'm so glad you're open with me about being trans. Translates to anyone who anyone who doesn't come out to me as trans when they are trans is a liar. I and that was one that. of the reasons that was one of the reasons why I tried to for a very very long time tried to shove being trans to the back of my mind is because every single time I heard about trans women it was in the sense of that one fucking style of joke where it's saying that trans women are tricking cis men into sleeping with them or tricking cis men into being attracted to them. What was that song? And that's that's another thing is if you if you are portrayed as having tricked a cis man like if you're a pretty trans woman and you end up being assaulted by a man after that man finds out that you're trans fairly often he can get away with it mm-hmm. it's like an excuse he's like it's literally an excuse that is in some courts actually used trans panic to explain away like trans women getting murdered it's yeah trans panic it's if you find out that this woman that you've been hitting on all night is trans in certain places it is considered okay to beat the shit out of her you know like the u.s military for having by the way tricked you it's getting better in the military too yeah it is i mean it is getting better but yeah, but so, like, I was actually referring to the assault of a trans woman, and oh god, where was this? Yeah. Oh god, it was in Asia. Help. Uh, uh, Jackie, what were you gonna say? Sorry. <laughs> oh. To be honest, if it was in Asia, probably Thailand. I think it might have been Thailand. Oh. Yeah, because th- Thailand, Thailand is very, very much known for having uh, a, a large population of trans and mm. uh, non-binary people. Ah, sorry. Okay, it probably was. I'm. I apologize in, in advance for this because I. I. This has occurred to me. I. I, I can't remember to research things ahead of time because I. Who knows what's going to occur to me? But. Oh, um, there we was do not this. script this in the slightest. <laughs> uh, 
um, this this trans woman was murdered by a member of the U.S. military uh, in a hotel bathroom. He drowned her in a toilet. Uh, I think this was after having sex with her. And um, what the fuck? Yeah. And no, what the no, fuck? Nothing has happened. I mean, Thailand's pretty pissed, but like nothing has happened. He hasn't like. I'm still, like, in shock, kind of. Like, what, you're telling me that you murdered a woman and you're getting away with it because you not you slept with her and then you killed her. But, oh, yeah, you trans-panicked after you slept with yeah, her? I think it's really <laughs> vital that we ask this question. What the unholy fuck? <laughs> yeah. That'd be a good title for the episode. Wait, 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 wait. I have another one, probably. What the unholy fuck? <laughs> uh, Just really, really, if it's if it's if it's explicitly because you feel that this this trans woman has somehow tricked you by existing, <laughs> by by existing, or if you feel that a trans woman should essentially essentially what the argument is, if you're saying that this guy is not transphobic, essentially you're saying. Trans women should wear a badge on their chest saying that they're trans. Like we should, like like we should go out and every single time, every single time anybody, every single time we go out into public, we go out into public, we should explicitly just shout, "Hey, I'm trans!" Just so anybody here knows, I'm trans and. Do with that information what you will, which number one, no, no not do anything. safe, Jeez. not safe in the really slightest. Oh, yeah, but yeah. number two, that's also horrible. <laughs> like that, that's an awful requirement to try and impose on trans people. Yeah. Like here's the thing, if if she reveals at the beginning of her relate, uh, the beginning of her relationship with this guy, hey, so. I'm trans, or if, like, she's going to hook up with a guy, just hook up, like, it's not a romantic relationship, hey, I'm trans, and the guy's like, yeah, well, you know, I, I don't, I, I, I don't feel like, I don't feel like I want to fuck, you know, somebody with, with a penis. That's okay. However, however, if you are, if you have an established romantic relationship with someone and you are willing to throw that away because of something about that person that has just come to light, like in the sense of, in the sense of them being trans, there you run into the issue of number one, extreme shallowness. And number two, you are literally dumping this person entirely because they are trans. And if it's entirely because they are trans, that's where you get into the transphobia. Yeah. When I have another point to make. And that's whilst by saying that, we need to be specific that that's still not an excuse to blame the transgender woman for, you know, not telling him that she was transgender until they had a relationship because I can see people trying to turn that on their on his head and saying oh so it's wrong once I have a relationship so I established this relationship and now I found out this woman is trans so it must be her fault because no it's not her fault trans the thing is is that it's you you fell for her you got into a relationship everything was fine it's this one thing that you obviously have a problem with <sighs> 
So we have to be specific there. Oh, and I have three more points to make. Um, yeah. Three, okay, see. You're like 17th of all. Yeah, sorry, but like you guys are inspiring and I, I only get a chance here and there to say something, but. Uh, uh, sorry. There, no, it's all good. This is good. I need you to talk so that I can become inspired. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it works as a. as this. Uh, we're all. Um, what's that word? It's all symbiotic. I don't know. Uh, okay, so. Okay, with this case. What was it? The case that you brought up, Klaus. The case with the woman mm. who this guy had sex with and then killed. I can't help but think, I don't know, I think I saw it in a movie. But then again, you see a lot of things in movies. Uh, it reminds me of um, all these cases in, I don't know, colonial times. Or at least, you know, centuries. A few centuries back. Maybe, maybe even less, considering America's sad, unfortunate history. It reminds me of, like, these um, slave owners who would fall for their slaves or who would want, like, sexual relationship with their slaves. And they'd be willing to have sex with them, but then they're ashamed and they'd want to kill them. And I remember seeing this theme over and over, and I can't help but think, what the fuck is your problem? It's you that has the problem because you're obviously racist because yeah. if you didn't believe in everyone else's bullshit and stigma then you wouldn't have any need to, one, hide it, and two, be violent towards this person that you obviously was were attracted to. Uh, yeah, I feel like history's just repeating itself in different forms. But, um, oh, and another point is that whether or not this woman was deciding on transitioning, like, bottom surgery, like, let's say that she wanted to transition bottom surgery and and uh, have um, GRS, genital reconstruction surgery. Yeah. I don't know about your guys' opinions, but that is my decided S term for it. Because there's other ones. GRS is scary as shit. Well, yeah. Yeah, but oh, okay, so the point I'm trying to make is that let's say that she did want to get GRS. That's great. But it's already been revealed to her that he has this problem anyways in the first place as he is freaked out that, you know, she's transgender. And so let's say that she didn't want to get GRS. Then, I mean, like, what's he going to do about it? I mean, he already has this problem, and it's been revealed by his wanting to, like, leave her and everything, let alone maybe be violent. But, see, that's the problem is because people expect, okay, well, you are going to get GRS, right? Well, <laughs> see, like, that that's a problem, because then you're like, I want you to have a particular... Or, you know, particular genitalia, or else I'm not going to be happy. What I mean, trans that's a problem. people do with their own bodies is no right? one's business but theirs. Yeah, another this soft message brought to you oh. by everyone. Speaking of speaking of <laughs> like people who have that view, um, one of my favorite comic artists, uh, Jeff Jocks, uh, he's he runs a comic called Questionable Content, and uh, he's actually really really trans positive. He has a trans character, and he has some. Um, he has a just really LGBT positive, which is amazing. But he has he has people who will say, so has has Claire gotten you know has has Claire you know changed her downstairs whatever, and his she's a comic character, mm. and his response is always, well, number one, she's a comic character, and number two. Oh my god. There's no reason why you would need to know that. So 
Unless, of course, you're drawing, like, fetish porn. Well, no, it, not even in that in sense. That case, He's like, that is, a want, business, right? that is business between her and whoever she decides to share that with, which means at this point, it's business between her and, I, I'm trying to remember his name, I think it was Martin. I'm not a very good fan. <laughs> no, I think I, I have to respect him for that. Yeah, and I really he's, have to respect him for that. That's cool. It's really, it's really, really well written the way that he does it because he actually has, uh, he actually has the this uh, this character, this trans, this trans character uh, who like has a relationship with another character, and when she has this relationship, it's an actual healthy relationship between a trans woman and a cis person. And it's, it's just really well written. By the way, that's some nice stuff. Is that? Hmm? Is that? Tumblr or? Oh, I'm just looking through my photos and deleting old stuff. Shout out to Tumblr user C2O because you're the best at art. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at your art right now instead of paying attention. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> no, anyway, so. There's more. Wait, are you done with yeah, so um, what else would we like to talk about? Uh, Let's talk about this photo of, like, icicles okay, on just grass. It looks kind of like penises. <laughs> I'll put that in the let's, section next to the penises. Uh, okay, we so let's move on eat. to someone else. <laughs> let's move on to something okay, else. Okay, cool. Oh, there's more. There's just let me, let me just get this out. There's more and more and more. Okay, so this one I believe Tracy in the end. I think we didn't get discussed this one further after he made some more decisions. I think he was siding with me more on the second one. So the second scenario was about fetishism, and I said, obviously there's a problem with fetishism, and there's a problem with people seeking out transgender people for sexual needs or I don't know something like that Chasers. for their fetishism, fetishism whether it's you know transgender women transgender men or non-binary people being sought out and I said there is a problem with people viewing them as just sexual tools like oh 
I love transgender women. I'm in the transgender women. Okay, there's a problem with that because, I mean, you, you, you get a lot of, uh, it's obviously bad when you say things like, oh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm into Asian women. I, I have yellow fever. Or, I mean, they will <laughs> say that. Yeah, there's a problem with that as well. And so there's just as much of a problem if you're like, oh, yeah, I'm in the transgender women. Like, That's I guess, called chasing. I guess you could say that. I mean, it'd be okay if you said, yes, some of the women I've been attracted to in the past were transgender. But if you sit there and say, oh, yes, I'm, I'm attracted to transgender women, it's like saying, I'm only attracted to blondes because all the blondes are the same. And, you know, Oy. it's like, Ugh. oh, yeah, all transgender women are the same. I'm attracted by all of them. They just, you know, hook me up with whatever transgender women you can. See, that's a problem. And I said, that's fetishism. That's bad. I don't remember Tracy's old argument, but I think he, I don't know. Didn't you change your mind on that one? Because originally you said there wasn't as much finish. Or I don't know. I don't remember what your original counter argument was. Do you want me to say it, or do you want to say it? Uh, you can go ahead and give your. You can give your newest opinion now, because I don't remember your old one. (laughs) All right. Well, I was just gonna say that I think that fetishism isn't necessarily bad because. Your your mind is a safe space. You can like whatever you want to like, but being a chaser, that's a bad thing. Because you're obviously seeking people out just because of whatever feature, you know, about them that you particularly like, and you're harassing them, possibly. And don't do that, but I'm just saying, like, if you like to fantasize about these people, mm. your mind is a safe space. So I don't see anything wrong with the, the having the fetish itself. <laughs> We're not jumping into people's mind and like throwing their conscience <laughs> into jail. Police here. But you are, um, but, well, but you are though if you demonize people for having a fetish. I mean, I can I can I, fantasize I'll, about killing people all I want. It doesn't mean I'm gonna I go can, out and do it. I'm gonna kink shame both of you. <laughs> I can. Yeah, it's you can still kink shame someone for it. Just just because people are able to do it in their own minds does not mean that it's necessarily morally right. Yeah, we have another moral discussion, y'all. Because one of the things here is, it's not whether or not you can do it, because obviously you physically can. It's whether or not it is morally the right thing to do. And I would like to posit that, you know, fetishizing anyone... That's true. (laughs) ...is not moral, and it is seeing that person and their entire, like, subset of people... As a sex object. Their existence. Yeah, their entire existence as a sex object, which is, you know, I'm just going to say, is pretty shitty. When when you take an aspect of someone's, like, entire existence and make that into your fetish, it's kind of weird to say it. Like, okay. So, let's do a less racist version of this example in another context. (laughs) Beards. Let's go with beards. I'm sorry, was I too racially insensitive earlier? No, we're just saying, let's just okay. let's just have a discussion that doesn't involve us treading on okay. racism again. Um, yeah, because there's a, there is a, there is a pretty big difference, and we don't want to say that necessarily the issues that trans people experience are the same as oh, the definitely issues not. that... Yeah. Yeah. That was just purely, purely me saying, oh yeah, this reminded me of that. Well, yeah, so. it does, like... In some ways, yeah. There there are things that are similar, but, you know, yeah. okay. just... Okay, <laughs> let's, let's, let's say someone has, like, some kind of thing for beards. Fantastic. You do. Congrats. However, beards are a temporary part of someone's identity, mm-hmm. for one, and 
second of all, what if, like, this person, like, there's a ton of other aspects of this person that maybe are turn-offs for you. Like, you can't just say, oh, I'm into people with beards. You can say that, but what you really mean is something completely different. You mean, like, I like people with beards on top of already being attracted to them? That's separate. That's different. When you're saying, I'm, I, I'm sexually attracted to trans women in particular, say you're not attracted to cis women. Hmm. That's completely different. <sighs> okay. Um... Turning, uh, turning it into a different issue. You take a breath here. <laughs> Give me know. a moment. <laughs> my leg's falling asleep. I know, my, 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 my entire butt is falling asleep. <laughs> we couldn't have this in a more comfortable room. <laughs> mm -mm. <laughs> uh, okay. <sighs> I, f I feel like this is a lot like... Okay, let's just say I'm attracted to women. I'm clearly not attracted to all women. There are tons of women I'm not attracted to. I can name a few, but I won't because I'm not a jerk. <laughs> so, <laughs> <coughs> I can say I like women, but I'm not being an asshole. <laughs> when, when I say I like trans women, I'm now I'm starting to sound like a fetishist. You see how this is going? Because... Uh. There's a difference. There's a difference between liking a people group or not liking a people group, but like liking a group of people based on certain attributes about them. When you're saying it in the sense of, "Oh, I like I like people with beards" or "I like women," because you're not saying that, you know, I like these people purely because they're this people, and I view these people entirely as sex objects and. They're, I, I only view them as things that I, you know, want to fuck. Or things that can contribute to my sexual pleasure, or... There's also, like, I think there's, oh, this is, from my personal experience here, there's, there's, a, there's also a difference between, like, saying this as a cis person and saying something like this as a trans person, because... It's a good point like, to bring out. <laughs> okay. I'm probably gonna get shade for this. I don't really care. So... I am actually attracted to more than one gender. I like women, I like non-binary people, and I like men. However, I don't typically say I like men because what I am attracted to very few men. <laughs> very, very few. Like your odds are really bad if you're about to solicit me on the bus. They are you better go buy a Powerball ticket. It's like seriously. <laughs> <laughs> uh. However, I am more likely, a lot of my attraction is based on how safe I feel with someone. And I feel more safe with with trans men than I do with cis men. Because I am also trans. I feel like when I am being solicited by a cis man, that cis man is seeing me as a woman. I am less likely to have that experience with a trans man. So I feel more safe in that scenario. So I can, what I'm essentially saying here is that I am attracted to trans men specifically, but only for another reason, not because they're, not because of who they are physically, but because we share a common identity and I feel safer in that position. It's yeah. not the same thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe that's not necessarily maybe attracted to, but you are, like you said, you feel safer or um, you're more likely to engage in like a relationship or I would be like more that. likely yeah. to have a relationship with a trans man than I would yeah. with a cis man because I would feel more safe in that situation and that makes total sense too so. like 
my sexual identity is tied very closely with my romantic identity, not like fused on with super glue as we've been <laughs> clearly, but <laughs> damn super glue. Duct like, tape. More <laughs> duct tape. Even NASA can't improve <laughs> duct tape. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so yeah, there's that. Uh, would right. you like to say anything, Kyle? Sorry. Um, I don't know. Not really. I mean, it's uh, listening to all the points. It's really hard to make like an argument. F- uh, I don't know for one or the other because there's so many variables and you have to adjust it for each one. And I don't know. But uh, yeah, it's been a good discussion for sure. I mean. It's got me thinking about it a lot. Good call. (laughs) Good talk, Kyle. Good talk. As as long as people aren't denying it. Like, as long as people aren't saying, oh, yeah, fetishism doesn't exist. Because then you're, like, this denier. Then you're just wrong. Yeah. Oh, no, it definitely exists. I I can prove empirically fetishism exists. Yeah. We can sit down with an Excel chart. Oh, yeah. It depends on how you define it, though. I I almost kind of feel like we're talking about different things when we talk about this. Well... In some in some senses, yeah, but it depends on the individual conversation that we're having here. Maybe it's a yeah. particular moral we're thing that we're like... just not lining up on. I don't know. <laughs> if we do like some social science, we'll have to sit down like as a group and like define <laughs> for a social science experiment what fetishism means, and then we can have a more empirical discussion about it. I mean, we can always revisit that. Oh, by the way, I might have to split this into two new episodes. Amazing. Because now there's new topics. This whole debate can be its own episode. Okay, so there's some more that I want to I want to finish before we Friday end this. Friday Night Smackdown, the episode. <laughs> you don't want to continue the argument because I had another point to make. But oh, okay. Okay. All right, let's then. keep well, it rolling. <laughs> all right. Well, I just wanted to say, I always get, I always begin my statements with I just wanted to say I need to stop doing that. Anyway, <laughs> I want to say this, and I'm going to say this. Do <laughs> Allow it, Allow me to interject. Okay. All right. Well, so getting super philosoph- philosophical here. So. We're not saying that we we think these things should be against the law necessarily, but we're saying like, well, what's morally right in so and so situation? So we should all probably strive to be in the moral right. Like that's like that's what people should do, right? Yeah, I think we can pretty much agree on that one. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> like, like be moral, damn it. Like like before we said it's it's not, like the more questioning the morals of someone's mental processes. We're not gonna go around and be like. Ooh, you're thinking some bad things. We're gonna arrest you right here and, you know, shame you for it. Because we technically can't do that. And the shaming comes rolling in. Right? So So I think that if you have a particular fetish, and uh, that to be in... If you were to say that fetish is morally wrong as a general rule, then people with that fetish, to be in the moral right, have got to repress... You know, oh, whatever God. sexual thoughts they have. Oh, God. That's, okay, that's not... Okay, Tracy, it's... Okay, okay, look, okay. You're, I feel like you're clouding something up here. Okay, so the person, it's not like they're innate. They don't have, like, this innate attraction to this. Now, see, this is a different... Like, like we mentioned earlier, they have been doing studies, for example, on uh, pedophiles, and they say they have, like, this... I don't know. Some people are trying to say they have this scientific bias to where when they see youth the part in their brain lights up for sexual attraction rather than the nurturing that most people lights like like you know when you see a child you think oh protect this child you know care for this child and so apparently they're that's why they're they're in like like i said earlier in germany they're getting these programs for pedophiles because they have apparently they have this scientific um 
proof that shows, hey, they do need help because they don't want to do this. And so, okay, so in, in that way, they're trying to say that to Nate. Now, when we're talking about fetishism, this person doesn't isn't born with this, you know, desire to be with transgender women because, I don't know, like pre-surgery transgender women or something. The thing is, is that these are things that have been developed. Like, you don't, like, no 13-year-old is like, wow, I, I really like, I don't know, transgender women or like I, I really like Asian women or you know they don't say that until they like watch porn and then they get this idea in the head mm. that all people that are this particular identity or this particular ethnicity must be like this so therefore I like that see it's not innate it's something that they've developed as like a habit and I disagree okay let me just interject here oh my god so long as we're having this discussion involving pedophilia which we're already okay <laughs> so first of all we live in a pedophile culture the same way that we yeah. live in a rape culture. It's something that we already view as being socially and sexually acceptable on some level. Like, we know morally that pedophilia is bad. However, when we are looking at the way that we... Oh, shit. <laughs> We've been talking too long. When we are looking at the way that we talk about, like, say, young girls, we fetishize young girls more than we fetishize, like, adult women. Well, not necessarily more, but we fetishize young girls, but then even when they're adults, we can, like, adult women who look like, like, teenagers, and the, the fact the term jailbait exists, for one, mm -mm. pedophilia is clearly also a social thing. In this case... Trans women, specifically, are inherently seen as more sexual. This we have proved. We know this. So, as soon as we are saying that, like, okay, well, someone is... When they have a fetish for trans people, especially trans women, they are specific... They, this is 100% all the time something that they were born with, the same way we say that about pedophilia. We're making the same argument about pedophilia in that case. Because the way we develop fetishes is social and that's and i want to kick freud's butt as much as the next person mm -hmm. but we do learn things about our like, our sexual identities develop partially if not mostly socially so say we, if, we, if we're in a scenario in which trans people are not differentiated like are seen as more sexual people are probably going to stop developing trans fetishes because they're just mm -hmm. people. It's like every other person. So if you grow up in a situation in which black and white people or Asian people and white people, because you're probably a white person in this scenario, if you have a, a fetish for a person of color, because mm -hmm. you're an asshole. <laughs> okay, so then you're not like, you're not seeing that kind of sexualization anymore. So if you're a white person living in Colombia, you're around Colombian women all the time. And they're not necessarily sexual, as long as you're not introduced to that thing. Because like, Colombian women are seen as inherently more sexual because they're featured in porn all the time. Mm -hmm. So this is clearly a social thing. There's stats on that. You can actually... You're damn right you there's stats it. on that, soft high five. That. Like, just like you can prove the whole thing, like Latina, it shows up in more uh, porn searches than any other like ethnicity or whatever. Thank you, Internet, for allowing us to prove empirical facts about porn. It helps us out, apparently. Oh. Sometimes it does, uh, yeah. you know. <laughs> so, uh, I'm sorry, you want to finish? Or? No, that was basically uh, the whole I just want to, so, I'm sorry, I didn't catch, was, is there anything that I said that you disagree with? I just wanted to make sure. 
Because, I mean, like, I brought up pedophilia, and I believe that does need its own thing later on. I just wanted to make sure if there's something you want me to know. <laughs> All right. So, as long as we're talking about pedophilia, because we do this occasionally, um... <sighs> I might, Since I may, we're now I talking about pedophilia as being a social aspect of fetishism the same way that most other crappy fetishes are, um, we already know, okay, yes, it is 100% immoral to be attracted to children because, first of all, children can never sexually consent if you're an adult. Ever. Ever. Don't argue with me on this. You can't consent if you're a child and you're being solicited by an adult, especially in other situations in which children are involved. You also can't consent. So just stop. You will never be able to have a child consent to you to have sex if you are an adult. Okay. Agreed. So it's immoral. Yeah, agreed. Done. Hey, we all agree on that, right? <laughs> Does anyone want to dissent? Because I will kick your butt right out of here. I don't give a crap what we're recording. I don't want to be involved with you. I don't want to see you. I don't want to talk to you. I also want you to be in prison. But, but uh, don't let that <laughs> stop you from voicing... Your opinion. <laughs> I'll kick your butt afterwards. <laughs> you, you may be able to get away with it on Huffington Post or Salon.com, but not in here. No, children uh, can't consent. I can agree children with that. can't hey, consent. Just, yeah, okay, just, good. So, this is one of those situations where providing some kind of social therapy to deal with your fetish is completely acceptable. Seriously, I'm encouraging you to deal with this because it's something that you know as a person, you should not fetishize. You should not fetishize children. Very simple. Don't do it. And I'm pretty sure that doesn't need a lot more explanation, actually. So saying that, saying that gay people need therapy to not be gay? No, there's nothing harmful in being gay. There's nothing. You can't, there, it's not there. It doesn't exist. There's nothing harmful in being gay. You're just gay. You're just trans. You're just queer. It just happens. Yeah. When you're being a pedophile, you're being a pedophile. You're being a terrible human being. You need to not do it. So therapy is something you need and you should be provided because we are trying to protect other people from you. End of discussion. Alright, so if the fetish isn't hurting anybody... It's not wrong. I didn't say it wasn't wrong. It's if you're a pedophile and you don't act on your pedophilic tendencies, you're still a pedophile. I, it's yeah. you're you're still definitely not in the moral right. You're very very much in the moral wrong. But there is literally nothing that anybody else can do to stop you from having terrible, the horrible, disgusting thoughts in your own mind. We're just saying that you're a you're you're a piece of shit human being, but you're not as big a piece of shit as you could have been. You could have actually hurt other people, and we prefer that you were being a piece of shit by yourself, alone in a house where you don't hurt people. <sighs> because you know, yeah, we're kicking shame my, Tracy. My desire to kill people might, <laughs> well, you know, I'm, just no, I, bike at my one point. Come up, so <laughs> I'm fine. What? Uh, okay. Yeah.